0: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2022. Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports Radio. I am your host, Brent Reed, And on today's show, we're going to discuss the world of wrestling. Chauncey Billups has seemed to slip and bumped his head. And we're going to talk about the National Championship College Playoff game. It has too many weird titles. But anyway, I'm happy to be back. Buckle up. Because if you look at your clock or... Look at your phone and see what time it is. It is showtime.
1: And shit. Ride business round the city on buttons you bitch on. Um- just huntin' and shit. Drop the top block is hot, stay bumpin' your bitch. Get your get it right, don't tangle and twist it. Hit the club every night, drunk drinking that crystal. Niggas mad don't like it, cause I'm bangin' they bitches. When the light hit the ice, it twinkle and glisten. Baby Brian B bubble, you can call me with your feel. hoppin' out the platinum Hummer with the platinum grill, with the platinum pieces, and the platinum chain, with the platinum watches, and the platinum ring. Platinum, platinum shit ain't changed, Still doing my thing, still do it for the block. Hang and swing You don't know another nigga that can stunt like me stunt like, like me stunt like you like like- P-
2: to you i am a to stunt
1: nigga like you with the knee Jumpin' I'm existence on show for my peep I'm the number one stunner wow. Hook it up. Diamonds on my whole feet when they walk, they spark. Diamonds in my fucking teeth. I'ma stunt till I die, bitch the shit don't quit I'ma hold stunt nigga like
2: Let me get this beef shit over,
1: bruh.
0: Everybody, happy new year, happy 2022. It's getting weird saying that. Hello, everybody, welcome to an all new downright sports radio. I am your host, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, coming to you right now. If you are on any pop major pla- podcast platform, it's been a while since I said it. I changed the microphone in the room, and I think it's more echoey in this corner. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change it back. Anyway, you can also, if you're Listening right now on Pro. That means it's 11 o'clock a.m. on Wednesday, and you're listening to the show. And if you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B, well, that only means one thing, that it is Thursday at 8 o'clock. And Dynasty Radio is now your number one source for all things sports. So we're not going to... Um, I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to get right into it. Last night was the NCAA College Playoff Championship extravaganza, or as I like to call it, the SEC Championship 2.0, basically is what it was. And we got to see Alabama take on Georgia. Like, we've never seen that a thousand times already. The game was born. I'm going to say it. Defensively, I can admit, defensively, fantastic defensive game. There's a reason why these two teams are the best two teams in the land. There's a reason why no other school can match them. There's a reason why whether it's the big, the so basically, you could take players from the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, uh, the um, the the conference of USA. British Columbia, anywhere in the world you could take players from, put them together, and they couldn't beat Bama or Georgia. Like, that's how far ahead these schools are. Um, just above his shoulders over everybody, quite frankly. They are just, they're just... they Like, they will have the most players... They will have probably the most players get drafted this year. Like, when the draft happens, you're going to hear a lot of... From the University of Alabama, going 18, going 20, whatever. From the University of Georgia, from, you know, like, that's just... The SEC is becoming NFL minor <laughs> Like, I Like, there's a strong possibility whenever the XFL, the UCFL... Like, honestly, can I take a side note? How many different times... Can you bring back the UCFL? Like, honestly, like, enough with it, all right? We get it. You, you know, we get it. You can't be an NFL owner. Like, like enough. The world doesn't need the USFL again. We barely need the XFL again. You know what I mean? Like, the first XFL was fun. It was bad, but it was fun. I don't want a professional run XFL. Like, this is going to be boring. That's just football light. Like anyway, the point was you could take that those players. Alabama's beating them. Clearly. Georgia will probably beat them. Clearly. So the game happened last night, and we saw the matchup of Nick Saban, the sensei, if you will, taking on Kirby Smart, the pupil, if you will, and assistance. Nick Saban versus his assistants going into last night, 25-0. and 0. Let me say it again. Your boy, Nick Saban, was 25-0 and 0 against his assistants. It was basically like, oh, you want to leave me? I'm going to smack the taste out your mouth. And um, ain't nothing you can do about it. And up until last night, he was correct. Until... Last night, when Kirby Smart, my uh, my my co-host Mara decided she wanted to get up, normally she sleeps during the show, but um, Kirby last night just goes, you know what, Nick? I'm tired of you. I'm tired of this Alabama stuff. Tonight, um, tonight I beat you. Tonight I take care of business, and he did did a dang good job. Did a damn good job. And um, his team making the big plays when necessary. And they did it. Kirby Smart, Mr. Kirby Smart, now national champion Kirby Smart, did something that has not been done in over 42 years. And that's um, win a national championship for Georgia. The last time the Bulldogs won a national championship, Jimmy Carter put an embargo on the USSR. Uh, for those of you not old enough, the USSR is Russia. <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers would win their fourth championship in their last until 2005. Uh, BET was launched. Did not know that one. Uh, Hawaii 5-0 signed off for the last time until the last time? Because Hawaii 5-0 came back. Uh, David Letterman show debuted. And who shot JR? That's what happened in 1980. 1980. Uh, six years before this guy was born. And now, I can tear this one up. Now, you have Mr. Stewart, 66 and 15 at Georgia. Always has them in the conversation of winning the championship. And always has this team ready to roll. They are always either the, the second or third favorite to win, to be in the in the dance. And would you expect anything less? Nick Saban, now Nick Saban pupils, you have, uh, was it, uh, not Dabbo Sweeney, um, Jimbo Fisher, he now joined him, Kirby Smart now or two Nick Saban alum, you know, uh, uh, a former assistants with national championships under their belt, if you will, uh, holding down the fort, uh, bringing, you know, just keeping that Nick Saban family tree nice and strong, sturdy, like oak. (laughs) Um, But in any case, so the game to me last night, you know, of course ESPN had to, you know, put its hype machine completely around it and get it, you know, all jazzed up and um, have it just, you know, just, you know, for two weeks, just, this is going to be two of the greatest games. of the I don't know. The game was entertaining in moments. If I can, the game was entertaining in, in moments. In um, in my notes, which I'm trying to pull up now, there were some key moments. So, like, um, in the second quarter, Williams goes down. Uh, Young hits his tight end across the middle for a 61-yard game. But there was you know, uh, after that he got sacked. <laughs> uh, go and he uh, basically kicked a field goal. That's with eight forty-eight on the clock. With four forty on the clock, uh, the Alabama linebacker was just faster than everybody on the field. Um, he sacks the quarterback. They kick a field goal with three hundred nine on the clock. And then in the second half, Georgia has a couple big runs, and then they turn it over. Um, uh, Georgia has a couple big runs, but nothing happens there. Young throws a pick with 12-15 on the clock. I mean, twelve oh five on the clock. Finally, the Georgia running back breaks away. Number four, he has a big run. Um, but even still, a 66-yard run, and you see how fast Alabama is as they caught, catch this guy from behind. Like, just rammed down, Like, he was gone, and they still caught him. Um, if you... Basically throughout the whole game, and then the big the, the moment it all changed is um, Georgia hits a bomb after a sack, hits a 40-yard bomb, uh, making a great play, flags all over the place. The score was 19-18 with eight minutes left in the game, and then Georgia throws a, a touchdown. Did they? Oh, but they did. It was a play-action pass that tricked and fooled everybody giving Georgia the 26-18 score. Bama's still in it. Bama's still in it until basically uh, a pick six back to the crib, giving Georgia the lead and ultimately sealing that game for them. So, if you love defensive games, you got to see why these teams were head and shoulders, why these teams are just better than everybody. Because their defenses are... Sunday ready, as I would say. They are ready for the prime time. They are ready to play on Sundays and Mondays. They are the best defensive teams I might have seen ever in college football. But, Bama's team is young and they'll be back. And they'll be better than ever because Big Saban's going to bring in more new guys. He's going to bring in more young guys to go with this crop that he already has and he's just going to get better. Georgia same thing, but where you see this, I see I, how you see when you see the game as a great defensive game, I see the game more as a boring game. Because I was looking for some offense. I wanted to see, you know, my favorite style of football, I wanna see 35-45. I wanna see I wanna see 52 to 56. I just you know, let, let it fly. Let's go. You know, let's get some, you know, let's get some passes in there and you know, let, let's bomb it out. Let these receivers have some fun, and it's kind of what I was looking for. And I was just like sitting there, and all these defensive stops, and I'm just like, ah, oh, another one, another one. Mm. And Allie watched the game with me last night. She, you know, God bless her heart. She's, you know, but even she was just like, eh, okay, eh. And she knows when the game's exciting. Like, that's the kind of fan you want to draw. Somebody who doesn't watch. Somebody who doesn't know. An X from an O. From a Z. And, you know, she was like, I'm going to bed. And I know she's bored now because she's like, I'm going to bed. Because the game, to me. Look, the the measuring stick, in my opinion, for a college championship game will always be Texas and um, Texas. Versus USC. That to me will always be the cream of the crop. That's the game in which I said to myself, oh my God, I love college football right now. Like That was huge. I watched that game with DJ Chase and we had a ball watching that in his apartment. That's how much fun that was. And um, uh, shout out to my man, Uncle Buddha, who does the opening theme for the song, by the way. Uh, baseball fans who want a lot of scoring. Boo! Shut up to me. (laughs) Shut up to me. Listen, if I want to, I like high scoring football games. That's what I like. I like to see, you know, as great as running backs are, you know, you want to see a running back get a breakaway, but I want to see the bombs. I want to see the quarterback scramble. I want to see Cam Newtons on the field. I want both teams to have Cam Newtons on both sides of the field. And the wide receivers being um, uh, uh, Megatron or um, the kid that plays in Cincinnati—I can't remember his name—is um, he's got like a weird name. I want to say it's Chase. Who knows? I look it up. But in any case, I want to see the—I want just run just the defense, and then it makes it more exciting, in my opinion, when you have games that are offensively exciting because when you do get that big defensive. Interception or strip fumble, it makes it even. Oh my god, the defense showed up! Holy smokes! Like, the, the one of the best football games I've seen in the last like five, ten years was Kansas City, I think, versus the Rams, and that game was like 56 to 54. And that should be every football game going forward, like, the, just do seven on seven. Listen. I can appreciate a good defensive game when it calls for, it. like, when it's snowing and, you know, it's raining. You know, that that's worth it. But, you know, last night, I was bored. I really was. I stayed up and watched the game so I could talk about it on the show. But I was so bored. Like, I, my biggest takeaways was fourth and down. Another fourth and down. Oh, look, another field goal. Oh, look, another field goal. Like, ugh, I don't know. I'm, I'm the odd man on this one. You know what I'm saying? I think... They have a lot of fantastic players out there. Like I said, I think their defenses. I see why nobody was going to be able to touch these guys. But before I wrap this segment up, I think they do need to do something to give more parity because right now you're just watching nothing but SEC schools run away with the championship or schools in that kind of vicinity: Clemson, uh, LSU, Alabama, Florida State, when Ohio State's the only one to win one? Is that it? I think Ohio State is the only team that's like north of the Mississippi, you know, north of the Mississippi. I don't think that's a real thing. But <laughs> it is in the northern hemisphere of America that the the, the uh, a school who has um, a championship that's not played in the south, which is fine and all, but I'm just saying like do they not play football in California? Do they not play football in North and in, in, in Nebraska? Like, they, they got to find a better job and trying to get more parity for these games. Because right now, it is lacking. And they slacking on their pimping, is all I'm saying. If you're trying to grow your... Um, if you're trying to grow... Somehow, I'm just watching myself live. If you're trying to grow... Um, Tim, you just call me a bum... Forget you, Tim. (laughs) Uh, If you're trying to grow your sport, which, by the way, they don't need, but eventually people will get bored of seeing Alabama versus fill-in-the-blank SEC school. Alabama fill-in-the-blank Clemson. Alabama... Like, people will get sick of it. Like, oh, okay, it's Alabama, and whatever. Like, it's not like when Tom Brady goes to, like, the Super Bowl every year. People just start rooting against him. Eventually, in the college professional sports, I think we should start calling it the college professional sports, it's just going to get bland. Like, you know, bad chicken that you bought from, you know, KFC that they didn't cook. And you're just like, why didn't you cook my chicken, KFC? And that girl's like, well, they only pay me, like, $9 an hour, and I really don't care. And I'm like, I paid $10 for this chicken. Why is it so bland? And she's just like, what do you want from me? Like, I don't even have insurance. Like, get out. And you're just like, I just want better chicken with mac and cheese. And both suck. And she's just like, you want to speak to a manager? I don't know how I went there with that. (laughs) But hey, everybody, welcome back to Downright Sports. Here in 2022, you're listening on Street Madness Radio and DynastyRadioNY.com and all major platforms in the world for podcasts. On today's show, base, uh, today's show, we will also cover Chauncey Billups in the NBA. Chauncey, 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 you are starting to become the guy now that I must come after every time you say something reckless and out of pocket, and I'm going to touch on that. In the next segment. And so, if you're listening on the pod, if you're listening on the radio, you will hear um, all about you by the one and only Tupac Shakur. I don't know why everybody calls him Tupac Shakur. Tupac! Alright? Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. (laughs) And then, uh, we will also do the news bulletin where I will update you on uh, college rankings for men and women, the NFL playoffs, and some breaking news that has come our way. So... If you're watching on Facebook Live and you're like, hey, I want to hear the music, well, then listen to the show Wednesday at 8 o'clock, uh, 11 o'clock in the morning on Street Madness Radio.AirTime.Pro. Or you can download the podcast at 12 o'clock, 12.05 to be exact, and you can download the episode. Or you can listen on 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip hop and RB, set on Thursdays when sports takes over. I, I finally found something. Been looking, finally found something. This is Downright Sports. Uh, Let's get
1: ready to rumble! Oh yeah, (laughs) it's all about you. One time, I'ma say it's all about you. For the
2: bitches that think it's
1: all about you. (laughs) It's all about you. (laughs) <laughs> in the house I'm gonna say it's all about you, bitch. And I'm lying now. <laughs> yeah. You probably cook it
2: as the last trick. Wanna laugh at how I got my ass caught up with this bad bitch? Thinking I had her, but she had me in the long run. It's just my luck, like I'm stuck with fucking with the wrong one. Why the Based on lies, we live in scandalous times. This game's like my religion. You could be rolling with the dub. Instead, you with this weak scrub. Looking for some love. And then club, I see you straight like you it. Maybe if they got it, better throw it. Let the liquor help you do the bonus I'm still tipsy from last night Open the walls, I think Addicted to the fast life I try to honor, but you tell me you take it Saying you ain't impressed with the money you make Guess it's true what they telling me Rush out of jail like hell for a black celebrity So that's the reason why I call And maybe you with it Fantasies of a sweatin'. Can I hit it hey. Addicted to the things you do It's still true, what I'm saying, boo Is this is all about you Witness me holla at a hoochie, you see how quick the game takes. I cannot tell her I'm a player And I don't even get a creep, though we smokes in the air Everywhere I go, it's all about the droopy hoes Waiting for niggas at the end of every show, I've just seen you with my friends
1: Yes Every other city we go in every video. Explain to a nigga why I see the same shitty hoe. You think it's all about you, but boo, I get down like Drew and my nasty new niggas. You too. couldn't hold me back. It'd take a fat track a lyrical attack. Perhaps it was a visual block. When I started to snap, slow you rolled. I'm swimming straight in control flows and fold. My whole hold strong. whole set. I told you I'm a scorer next. Go digging, cold digging a go rope. I slide in easily, try a greasily. Sluts know the cut. I came to fuck. Try squeezing me, running up in here, just like Ruggiano when I've been yet. The most I fuck a bitch from the West Coast, the West Every other city
2: we go, every other video. No matter where I go, I see the same ho. Every other city we go. Every other video. Every other video same old shit. No matter where I go I see the same I mean, oh
0: God damn You know what I'm saying I'm sitting back watching my tell Jordan video I see the same bitch who was in the homeboy Nathan video Then I flip the channel I'm checking out my homeboy Tupac
1: video I see the same bitch that was in my video You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying, But make that even more fucked up? I'm watching a million men march,
2: and I see the same bitch on the million men march that was in the homeboy 1G video. I made them everywhere I look,
1: everywhere I go. I see the same hoe. Don't get mad, I'm only being real. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's
0: see if it pays off for him. Be- <laughs> no, what is a bold strategy is the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers, Chauncey Billups, making bold statements. So Chauncey Billups, a uh, wonderful NBA player um, in his career, uh, winning a championship with the Detroit Pistons in 2004, beating the all Um, basically a Hall of Fame team of the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, he did it, you know, they did it based on defense and strong play. But in Chauncey Billups' retirement years, he seemed to have, like, old man delusions. (laughs) Like, he said stuff like he should be in the Hall of Fame over... um, or if A.I. made it to the Hall of Fame, he's accomplished more than Allen Iverson has. Like, okay. Okay. So, Chauncey did win a championship, but that team was built differently. That team was built more of a team where AI 76ers team was built for A.I. A.I.'s second best player was Aaron McKee with like nine points a game. And Mikembe Matumbo who didn't score points where Chauncey Billups, the best player on the Detroit Pistons team might have been either Ben Wallace or Rip Hamilton. Nobody has ever mistaken Chauncey Billups of being a world beater and um, be, you know he's been a, he's a fantastic ball player and he you know he had a pretty stellar career but the fact that he helped the Denver Nuggets make it to a Western Conference championship, I can promise you Chauncey, had probably more to do with the fact that it had a young Carmelo Anthony versus an old Chauncey Billups. Just saying. So, old Uncle Chauncey, now the head coach of the 16-24 Portland Trailblazers, um, has decided, oh, which by the way, a Portland Trailblazers team that was in the playoffs last year and was the number 6 seed, and currently right now he has them as the number 10 seed. And they are on a two-game winning streak. Oh, ho, ho. In the last uh, ten games, they are four and six. Now, I coached. It's not easy taking over a team, but a a team that was already a playoff team. Kind of hard for you just to break that. So, Chauncey Billups came out of his face and said that Kyrie Irving, a point guard on the team that he coached against tonight, was the best all-time skilled point guard. All-time skilled point guard. Forgive me, but I think Chauncey has lost his ever in mind. There's no way close to that statement. Kyrie Irving, fantastic basketball player. One of the best to ever play the game. Can beat almost anybody when he faces them. But there takes a lot when you use the word skill. Skill, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the play of skill more than just being able to dribble, dribble the ball 1,600 times and then take the shot. Like, let's be real here. This is a guy, let's take all the other stuff out. We're going to keep everything on the court. Everything stays on the court in this conversation. This is a guy gets drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers and basically his entire time there, they weren't even relevant. At all was weren't a factor in life? LeBron left town. This team looks up and has the fortune to get Kyrie Irving, who did nothing, in a league where one person, one one human being, can take a team to the finals. Oh, Allen Iverson, who took a team to the NBA championship. Now one person was mistaken and say, well, A.I., he didn't have that one. No, 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 no. Let's be very clear. The year Allen Iverson took the team to the finals, Mr. Chauncey Billups who tends to think he's on the same, ca- the same caliber of player of Hall of Famer Allen Iverson, Allen takes his team to the NBA finals the year he won an MVP award, something that Chauncey or Kyrie have yet have in their cabinet yet. This is not an opinion, kids. This is facts. Give you a little more facts. Kyrie wins a championship with LeBron. Decides to put on his big... And hits one of the best shots you can see. It's a game-winning jumper. Boom. Cements his legacy. Winning a championship with LeBron James. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of the best. Maybe the best to ever play. But he ain't because uh, Michael Jordan was. Maybe the best to ever play. Maybe. Kyrie decides, I'm going to take my talents to Boston. In which, the team went further without him than with him. I'll say it again. The team went further without him than with him. Huh. In the NBA, your skill overshines so much. Trust me when I tell you that. Your skill overshines more than what you know. In the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo can take a team from a mediocre mid-card team to a championship team. Uh, Skilled, the best skilled players, Chris Paul, can take a team that wasn't even in the playoffs to an NBA Finals appearance. Where Kyrie, on his own, has yet to take a team to the prom. Has Chauncey, the fact Chauncey Billups said that statement, if I was the Portland Trailblazers owner, I would have fired him on the spot. His record is trash, and apparently his opinions are too. I would have fuck fi- Like, if you want to give opinions that's asinine like that, when you have one of the best point guards, in the lead, and uh, Damian Lillard, who, by the way, has had his team in contention. Oh, by the way, has led his team in playoff victories. Oh, and by the way, has been one of the best point guards in the game. And you say this guy is better than your guy? I'm sorry. Honesty helps. Yes, you real recognize is real. But I'll be damned. I'm going to come to show up at to the work tomorrow while you kissing up to the other dude. You want him so bad? Fine. Go coach him while you're an assistant coach next to Steve Nash. Because while you're kissing up to Kyrie, newsflash, Chauncey, Brooklyn will be in the playoffs. You may be in the playing game, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. I don't, I, I, I just I don't, I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't know why Chauncey. I really think Chauncey Billups does this stuff now just for the sake of doing it. I think we've reached the part with Chauncey Billups, we may have to check his psyche. We may have to see if Chauncey Billups is chemically balanced. Is he okay? Um, Who's better than Chauncey Billups, Tim? Everybody? (laughs) Who's better than Chauncey Billups? Everybody, Tim? Like, we have reached the level of where just like, like, I do a show where I give my opinion. Clearly. But I make sure my stuff is backed up in facts. Where's Chauncey Billups? It's facts. Now, let me calm down. And let me paint a bigger picture. Are you telling me Chauncey Billups he's better than Magic Irving Johnson? A man his rookie year took his team to the NBA Finals? Oh, excuse me. His rookie year won the NBA Finals for his team? Starting in all five positions? Is that what you're telling me, Chauncey. Are you telling me he's better than Oscar Robinson who averaged a triple-double and also has won a championship? Granted, he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the same way Magic did, but I digress. I'm not – are you telling me he's better than um, Chris Paul who took a team to the finals? Like, what is your definition of skill? He he, he may not be better than his damn head coach who's a two-time MVP back-to-back. Steve Nash was a bad dude, bad man. May not be better than him. What Dean's better? Kyrie plays in a in an NBA where now you defensively you ain't even got to touch you can't touch the player, so he's allowed to dribble for twenty minutes. There was a shot clock of twenty five. He can dribble for the whole shot clock before he takes a shot. What is the what is the determining factor? There, there, I don't know if there's a. Long list of better point guards than him, but there's a long list of point guards I'd rather have over him. And the point guard is the quarterback on your team. You want a point guard that can make decisions. You want a point guard that can make his team better. You want a point guard on it, just on instinct alone knows the difference in when to score, when to pass. When the when the when the dish when the drive versus a guy, his first instinct is to dribble, second instinct is to dribble, third instinct is to dribble, fourth instinct is either to drive or score. On a blacktop, he's the best player. In a in a, in a rec league game, he's the best player. And I don't even know if that's true. I'm just saying. Not hundred percent sure what's going on with Mister Chauncey, Mister Phillips. I used to love playing with him and one uh, of the NBA 2K games uh, I want to say I want to say it was either 2K5 or I was live so I used to run with Detroit because I was a defensive first guy and Chauncey's like three point shooting was ridiculous so I used to run with them but I'm going to tell you right now I, I'm I don't oof, Chauncey you you oof, oof, you becoming that guy on the guy I'm going to love to just Blow my top on just pause, just lose it on. All right, get it together, Chauncey. Enough's enough with the madness. Enough. I've had my. I've, 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 I digress. I'm done. I'm done with Chauncey. I'm done. Yeah, I've, I've, I can't anymore. <sighs> anyway, this is Downright Sports, everybody. I'm a lot more calmer now. <laughs> um, we're gonna go into the uh, news bulletin. If you're listening on the podcast, which is on Facebook. Google, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere any major podcast can be downloaded. Uh, you won't hear the news bulletin because you can listen to the show like literally like next summer and it, the news bulletin just may not make any sense. But if you listen in on uh, Street Madness and Dynasty, you will hear the news bulletin. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, you also hear said news bulletin. So this is... Darius
2: To That's why I wear lizard shoes and a roll-like watch. Let's go, let's go. Good yeah. 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 job, the motherfuckin' East Side no. Boys. Hey, yo. Okay, okay. Past Detroit. Yeah. yeah. We represent for everybody. On, everybody. Shit, what? Y'all niggas must be scared to represent your shit. You scared. You must be scared, nigga. scared. Fuck that shit. Fuck All my real niggas. What's up? That's proud of they hoods. Yeah. All of my real ladies. Yeah. Proud of they hoods. Yeah. You've never been scared. Yeah. Say this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. I ain't scared. Bitch. I ain't scared. Bitch. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Motherfucker, bitch. Club, my tummy gun, throwing out chill, fuckin' burn one Leave uh-huh. about the club, it's me and little John Fallin' in the business, switching up lane, talking much shit, cause we deep in the game. Cocaine, all white fucking S fucking sick Young ass niggas, I guess we 50 rich. My whole clique, ready to bust some heads, I'ma throw it up, bitch. And I ain't scared, Pastor Troy motherfucker You know the routine, represent for the home team Throw it up Playoffs?
1: You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
0: All right, we are back. I got like four extra minutes, believe it or not. So, um, the last segment, I did want to talk about the Golden State Warriors, the return of Klay uh, Thompson. Chauncey Billups just really got me on fire. <laughs> but um, Golden State, in my honest opinion, eh, I don't see who's getting in their way. I know the Suns have beaten them. I know this, the battle between them and the Suns is close. Both teams are 30-9. and nine. How crazy is that? We're on a crash course to a Western Conference Finals between them two. For my Laker fans out there, the Lakers have found themselves in the seventh seed, but the Lakers ain't going. Um, the biggest disappointment of this year, the biggest disappointment, uh, Anthony Davis is not the answer for LA. And the day he get, if he's healthy before the trade deadline, if I'm LA, I'm doing my best to see what I can get for him. Maybe John Morant, and uh, you know, because LeBron James is proving day in the day out that. Without a doubt, he's he he when he wants to be, he's the clear cut best player on his team. When he wants to be, he's the clear cut best player in the world still to this day. He just I think in his mind, if I can put myself in LeBron's head for a second, hold on, let me I have a lot more hair on my head than he does, but let me channel LeBron. Let me I'm rich. Okay, I'm rich. So yeah, I'm LeBron because I'm rich. And I have a lot of fancy friends and I'm rich. Yeah, I'm I'm the man. Chosen one. Okay. I'm in character now. You know, I just kinda thought I would come to the Lakers and you know, I still would be good. I average a few more points. I kinda sit back and relax a little bit, play a little less minutes. you'll go get that young dude, a Anthony Davis. I really like him. Anthony Davis joins the team. Hey AD, what's up? This is your team, man. Let me just mentor you, tell you how to make this money. Year one, championship. Oh AD, you the man. You my guy. And fast forward to today. I can't win with this dude. But why LeBron? Why? He's just, I got to do all the work. I'm averaging twenty-eight I'm averaging twenty-nine points a game. I'm thirty-seven years old. My three point percentage is the same as my age. Like, what the heck, man? Like, I there's almost there's so there's only so much like fake hair I could put on my head before I just sweat it all out, cause this young man just can't take over, and I have no idea what Russell Westbrook is doing. You know, I, I he's just like my little hamps, so I just let him go. <laughs> And see, I don't have a good LeBron voice, I don't, I have a good, I think I have a pretty good Obama impression, in all honesty, you any Obama person, I think you have to start with Michelle, so she's like, <clears throat> Michelle, I can't believe how much I love playing basketball, it's exciting, and it's fantastic, and Chicago, 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 that's pretty much it, that's pretty much how Obama talks. <laughs> But I really, uh, well, jokes aside, I really think that Golden State. I look, I've been looking, I'm gonna start, I'm paying attention. There are good teams all over the place, but Klay Thompson returning to that team, he looks good. I understand, like he's not the Klay Thompson yet, but the fact he looks like he will be. Now, yeah, my to my point, they are losing to Memphis currently right now, but once that team gets reacclimated, playing as a group, he gets his legs under him. Watch out. Because what people seem to forget in all the offense that Golden State scores, they play defense just as good, if not better, than a lot of teams. Now, we are probably going to get Golden State versus Brooklyn in the finals, which would be, whoa, watch out, so we can see, you know, which honestly, if I'm Brooklyn, I don't want home court advantage because my number two player can't even play in the in, 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 at home. So we'll see how it turns out. I don't know. Barring injury, how do you stop Golden State? Honestly. Barring injury, how do you stop them? I'll wait. Let me answer. You can't. All right. Now, the third segment, actually, we're going to go into the world of wrestling. All right. So, um, I'm not going to go full promoter mode because I'm tired. (laughs) Uh, It looks like WWE, for those of you that watch or don't, it looks like they're going to work with a company that's not of their own, and I don't mean NXT. I mean they're going to let they, they've acknowledged that former WWE uh, wrestler, superstar, whatever, performer, actor, however you want to call it, Mickey James is going to be in the Royal Rumble. They've acknowledged that she works for Impact Wrestling and she's the champion. He even said the name of the title, which is the which is crazy. The only other, like, they never acknowledge that company, except for, like, when they, you watching the network and people are showing, like, their highlights when they work there. So, there's a lot of rumors out there that this could be potentially, there's talk of WWE and AEW maybe working together. Now, hear me out. I had an idea I think I might have either said on this show or I said to myself, what if, what if WrestleMania is in L.A. next year? All right, they want this to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. But what if, for the first time ever, WrestleMania is truly that—a WrestleMania where you have the WWE champion versus the AEW champion, and so on and so on and so on and so forth—and you just blow it up like you're watching Loki, and the universes just collide, and craziness is everywhere. You'll get. Kenny Omega versus, um, Roman Reigns, or, how about this, just like in the Spider-Man movie, you see a CM Punk and Daniel Bryan versus, like, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, like, how wild would that be? I, I, I think it would be crazy, and I think, you know, um, you can see the changes if you watch, like, the, the weird stuff that's going on, like, with it, you see, like, Basically, the WWE has said to Triple H, like, whatever you created in Florida, we hate it and we just butchered it. We fired everybody associated with you. And I think I could be wrong, but I'm waiting for post-WrestleMania, Triple H has been re- re- um, uh, relieved of his duties in the WWE, and pff, <laughs> bye-bye. Like, why would you not, would you be surprised with all the releases? Like, would you be, like, I wouldn't be. I really, like, if I was him, and I'm not, but clearly. But if I was him, with, you got things like Impact, Ring of Honor, like, Triple H would be awesome if he ran those things and took that NXT stuff and put it over there and had a little fun with that and, you know, had some excitement around it. And it would be different, you know, so we'll see. You know, it's all the the wrestling parts make believe, but I think the part that fans like is the the gossip and the behind the scenes and the who will and wrestling's always been the surprises. Everybody likes the surprises. Mm-hmm. Who's going to show up? Ric Flair at the Royal Rumble. Um, uh, uh, Lex Luthor sh- showing up on Nitro. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash coming at the crowd. Um... Brian Pillman showing up on Raw, um, Bret Hart getting sc- you know the screw job like that—that's the stuff that fans like go crazy for. Like the in-ring stuff, like those die-hard in-ring guys. You like the art of seeing like the competitiveness and the the choreography and how these guys like, are able to like pretend to fight for real, and you know that's kind of impressive. But it is the stories. It is the the Holy crap moments that really make fans fans like you know when the what makes the Royal Rumble so awesome is when that five foot ten nine eight and that buzz goes bam and then somebody's music hits you ain't heard in forever like that's you're like oh my god I, but it's always funny when somebody's music hits and the fans is like who huh? it's like you don't remember me I'm, I was like no I don't I don't who who are you again? Like that's that. Those are the moments that really suck, and I feel I feel for those people because I remember being on a pet rally one year, and that kind of happened. I don't I, I don't remember. All right, my first years in school, I don't think I got. I never got like the standing oak, but I I got like oh hey it's Brent like I got one of them, but I never got like the um. Uh what Tim said. Yeah, it is a man soap opera to me, no question. It is it it but women love it just as much. Women love it just as much. It, it, it's you know, it, it's almost better than the actual soap opera because uh, you know, it's it's I don't know, it's probably the same. It's a telenovela on Domundo the WWE. So we'll see. Anyway, we're back, show is awkward. Uh, next week when we will return. Uh, talk more football playoffs, upsets, teams who won, teams who move on. Uh, we we'll touch on coming soon the uh, baseball uh, uh, Hall of Fame announcements. Is Bonds and Clemens getting in? I can't wait. I'm gonna do a, a, a. I want. I can't wait to just talk about that one. Baseball and own um, owners and uh, players are having a. Uh, meeting this Thursday to end a lockout that everyone's forgotten about. So if they were going to do this lockout, it's a good time to do it because nobody's paying attention right now. Uh, baseball cannot afford to not have a season start. Like, you you can't. So, um, you know, so we'll see how that one works out. And uh, we'll be back next week. Next, uh, if you're watching on Facebook, every Tuesday at 9-ish o'clock. There's no set time. It's whenever I hit the play button and get dressed fast enough, so and then, uh, of course, you can listen to the show each and every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on street madness radio.airtime.pro, or you can listen to it on Thursdays at 8 o'clock. Uh, replays on Tuesdays, also at 8 o'clock, on dynastyradiony.com, your number one source for hip hop and RB, except on Thursdays when sports takes over. But if you can't catch it there, you can always download the podcast anywhere, all major podcasts, or download an Apple podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor. And there's a potential, there's an announcement coming soon uh, with this show and being able to be heard one more place. I wonder where my heart will go. I try to do the Grinch grin. I know this is radio and you can't see it, but on Facebook I try to do it, and my head hurts now. So, anyway, uh, follow uh, follow me at uh, Brett Reed eighteen at Twitter. Check out Dinerate Sports at TikTok, where I just do whatever I want. There may even uh, show a little skin, my arm, if you will. <laughs> You can follow Downright Sports at uh, Instagram at Downright Sports at Instagram. And then also join the Facebook fan page also at Downright Sports. Email the show at DownrightSports11 at gmail.com. You can email and just say hi. You can shout out a loved one. Or like I said, just say hi. uh, Email us and tell us about your favorite songs because we play songs in the show and you know whatever whatever if you have your own personal music if you make music rock hip-hop whatever submit it downright sports uh, yeah downright sports 11 at gmail.com it will get played on the show all right so we will see uh talk to you guys next week enjoy be safe ha- uh, welcome to the new year whatever your new year's resolution is stick with it or don't make a resolution just stay who you are because you don't need to change when you're perfect right oh facts deuces everybody
2: this tournament, somebody, a man who has seen the things I've seen, experienced the loss and pain that I've experienced, (laughs) I transcend race, hombre.